Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And welcome to Nobody Panic with me, Stevie. And me, Tessa. This is a good episode, I think, because there's been a lot going on recently. And also by recently, I mean hundreds of years. But at the same time, a lot of people are kind of having their eyes open to things that lots of other people are going, why are your eyes opening now? Better late than never, guys. The title is How to Practice Allyship. And initially we thought about calling it, or we were discussing it being called How to Be a Better Ally, and then How to practice being an ally and then with the more we learn and we're going to get into it um but like, i think the title needs to be how to practice allyship because you realize it's not something you can just say oh i've done it tick yep i'm an ally you've got mm. to it's a it's a lifelong work yes um, and it's for anyone who's feeling a bit lost or confused or overwhelmed by things wanting to help not knowing what to do and also, crucially, being scared to do anything in case you get it wrong. We're trying to talk to sort of all different kinds of allyship. So that's white people supporting black people, men supporting women, uh, cis people supporting the trans community, physically able supporting disabled. Maybe you find yourself in one marginalised group for one thing, but in another way, you, you're in the privileged camp. So hopefully this speaks to everyone. And we're sorry if we get anything wrong. Neither of us are experts here. What we've done is we've just done lots of reading and so we just wanted to impart the small steps that we've learnt and we're trying to go on ourselves so that you don't feel... Because because it was very important to do something but also it's very important not to just like expect those marginalised communities to uh, do it all themselves. So we all have to... And I'm, I'm speaking of, of myself as somebody who is a white, privileged woman. Yeah, I think it's something... This I think this podcast is probably born of the collective noise of this noise. Ah! Yes. <laughs> Which is everyone being like, oh, God, this is awful. I want to help. I don't know what to do. Is this wrong? Am I saying the right thing? Ah! And then... Uh, we're so terrified about getting it wrong that it, we think we felt like the worst thing we could do would be for everyone to be so afraid of doing anything that they did nothing. And if you're listening, being like, actually, I don't think there's a time that I'm in any of the marginalised group. Look, great. You just really need to practice being an ally. For, I really, and I mean this really sincerely. Like I feel genuinely for the maybe the straight white male community. <laughs> oh come on, let's hear it. <laughs> no, I mean like if you have never been in the marginalised group. 
it I really think that it is really hard to have the empathy to understand what it's like yes I agree I've had lots of like conversations with male friends and my own boyfriend being like he's he's absolutely lovely and, and what, what wants to learn everything and ask me questions so that he can understand because my sort of thing is obviously I'm a woman so I experience sexism and he doesn't and um it's been very interesting talking to him and seeing like how you know, you have to do quite a lot of work to put yourself in the shoes and to really understand something that you have never experienced in your entire life. So we have to also be aware, I think there's this really unhealthy trend of like, you know, hashtag men, men are trash. Hashtag, like, it's like, straight white men are all automatically pieces of shit. You're like, well, mm. nah, can we not? Because some of them are really, really trying. And it, also, I think on a base level, it doesn't help anybody to throw stones at anybody. We need to start seeing that we're all in it together. Otherwise, nothing will ever change. Mm. Like when Phil Wang came on and we talked about toxic masculinity and he very, very uh, intelligently uh, said, you know, well, nothing has ever changed unless the oppressors and the oppressors are able to come to some sort of agreement it can't just be one versus the other because that's never ever going to do anything let's get in my adult thing is i've finally been to home base <laughs> oh I my bought, god you made it i made it it poured with rain i made it and i uh i got in just before it shut as well so they, they, but i kept running around the one-way system and they couldn't get me <laughs> and I, I love how I the find... fourth time you went this i know. is like three times of not being able to go the fourth time you went you still left it so late that it was nearly baffling. shut <laughs> absolutely baffling behavior um bought a sander so i'm finally ready to sand my scaffolding planks that i got out of a skip do stay tuned because i imagine this will be my adult thing for some time <laughs> My adult thing is, as a, a non-dairy eating vegetarian, I only eat maybe one egg that's come out of a chicken. I've looked into its eyes and seen its beak smile. And it like, said, this is for you. This is for you and I'm happy. I struggle to get enough protein. I've said, I like, it's almost like you're not allowed to say that if, if you're vegan. Everyone's like, actually, I get too much protein, if anything. So I bought some protein powder. I did a lot of research. I asked a lot of people. It's called Third Wave. And it's not too expensive, although it is expensive. But then the amount you get out of it, it's actually not. And I've been making chocolate banana. It's like chocolate pro- protein powder. Banana chopped frozen banana so it's like oh like a like a milkshake uh milk uh, oat milk obviously because i throw up and peanut butter it is absolutely delicious and it means i can have a chocolate milkshake every day <laughs> and feel okay wow they're delicious and for the first time i'm not joking i feel like not ill not like tired Strong. and ill all the time I f- yeah i think i just haven't been eating any protein and i've been like why oh well and my like nails are better as well. I look at my nails. That's I've never had beautiful. nails like that. So yes, I feel very grown up. What great. a dream! Yeah, let's. Uh... Yes, let's dive right in. I start with the definition. Uh, this is from Peanet NBC, and this is when you realise that you can't just say I'm an ally, even though you think like, oh, but I am. I I think it's a good cause, and I support you. Can't I just say I'm an ally? Turns out, no. So this is the official definition of allyship from Peanet NBC. It is an active, consistent and challenging practice of unlearning and re-evaluating in which a person of privilege seems to work in solidarity with a marginalised group. Allyship is not an identity. It is a lifelong process of building relationships based on trust, consistency and accountability. Allyship is not self-defined. Our work and our efforts must be recognised by the people we seek to ally ourselves with. Oh, let's break that down. One of the main things that I feel about this stuff is sometimes the language can feel overwhelming and you can be like... 
what I have to be a this sounds like I have to be a doctor that's what it sounds like exactly but when you break it down because that's the thing it like it does so, sometimes with this sort of stuff the language becomes so academic that you're like oh and that's where you're like oh no am I got it wrong but really yeah. it's just saying you know you can't someone else has to give this to you you can't do it yourself yeah so an active consistent and challenging practice of unlearning and reevaluating. So unlearning is basically, so I, for, I'll i give an example of it. So there was a video going around uh, from Jane Elliott, who is a, an American diversity educator, which basically she sort of specialises in this unlearning thing, which sounds like a, a ridiculous word, but it's, it's the best word for it. Because so the video that I saw that she did was her explaining how the map of the world that we've all grown up with looking at is completely not to scale, that the Southern Hemisphere and essentially the uh, countries that we would often, that people often deem in massive quotation marks, third world countries, have been made much smaller. And the, uh, like, Europe and Russia and and, uh, Northern America have been made much bigger and more prominent. And that is just one way. And you you might be thinking, so how do you think that, um, subtly and subconsciously changes how you view the rest of the world and that's just one example of how we have learned something and we need to unlearn it just like there's a very there's, a, there's another it's not really unlearning but there's like, it's actually just 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 plain learning the idea that I realized that um <laughs> all the way through school I've never once been told about the British Empire and it's so bizarre that we were not taught that but we were taught so much about World War II like I know every aspect of that pretty much every single problem in the entire world currently stems from British people going out and just fucking shit up so you completely can see how important it is to unlearn and to try and like look at the things that you're missing out and that you didn't get taught at school and there's loads of resources that you can just go instagram's full of it like you can go forth and like find this stuff yourself the map thing is so fascinating because we've centered ourselves completely in the middle we've made our country look way bigger than it is and we've we've like we've compressed everything for size and it's not to do with like oh we had to fit it on the a3 sheet of paper like that's an active choice that was made and so a big part of allyship and why it's like so hard and why you can't just say yeah yeah i I am one is that it's like do you want to come down Mm. the rabbit hole and you're like yeah how bad can it be quite bad you think you've got a pretty Mm. good handle on the world and you're like yeah i'm pretty educated i'm pretty curious about the world and then you're like oh god like this is rotten to the core and you know it's so so deep so allyship is is not an identity. I think we've, you know, you can't just announce that you are one um, and that it's a lifelong process of building relationships based on trust, consistency and accountability, which is about basically it's it's showing up and then continuing to show up. So it's about, you know, saying like, I am here and I am staying here. I'm not just here while it's like trendy and I am, I'm going to continue to, to be part of this and to be accountable to to something um it's not self-defined again we go to say ourselves our work and our efforts must be recognized by the people we seek to ally ourselves with and yeah so ultimately like that if you're if you're looking to be told you are an ally you need to be told it you know the amount of work you would have to do to be actively told that by the group i think is an enormous it's almost so much work that it's not it's almost like don't even have that in your mind that like that's going to be your final reward because that will be so much I think about I think about Richard Herring a lot on um, International Women's yes. Day, 
the comedian who spends the whole day very famously men love to say when's international men's day and it is on the 19th of november and this comedian richard herring uh spends the whole day replying to every man who says that on twitter telling them that it's the 19th of november and then donating a portion to the women's uh, refuge trust and i think which is like work time effort money you know all of the things and then i feel like even at the end <laughs> women are like yeah fine like no one's going to give you it we're like we still don't say like oh well no one ever says like oh well yeah. done you like you know we just are like good enough yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. you know there's no there is no sort of like there is no prize there is no there is no reward like no one no matter how much you do like there is not going to you know like jane elliott who talked about dedicated her entire life to this thing and then maybe maybe she gets to be called yeah like ally, you, you know? do not there's this there's this i saw this like very brief kind of exchange on twitter because the um i think the full acronym now is lgbtqia the a has been added to I mean like i think it's asexual please do let let me know if that's wrong but from what i seem to gather that was what it was and some people genuinely believing it meant ally and that's the absolute dictionary definition of what you should not be trying to do you are not inserting yourself into this at all like you do not go around being like well as an ally like well actually i, I see myself as an ally if those sentences come out of uh, out of your mouth you need to stop and you need to stop thinking like that and i know i felt like that as well and i, I felt like really like but i think i thought i was an ally it's, you need to like forget that kind of as a vibe it's just not really the, the concept Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's the only people who can call you an ally are the people yeah who you're who you are working for so it's not you're not wait you're not waiting for them to kind of knight you as an ally that's not what this is for and what i found really difficult is social media from my, my perspective anyway it takes even the most positive elements and it makes them narcissistic because you are automatically by default plugged into a system which rewards likes and things like that so there's a balance that you have to constantly be like oh have i tipped over into it's about me now or am i making sure that i'm 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 doing this for the right reason i'm i'm doing this to spread the spread information if i may quote american rapper lil I wayne i mean sure it's about doing things not for the not for the likes just doing things quietly he says as we all know uh real g's move in silence like lasagna <laughs> because oh, the g is no silent way, in lasagna Stevie has dropped horizontally off the screen, as in, like, the true guys doing the, the good stuff, they move in silence like lasagna. Like, just do it quietly. Like, get, you don't, if you can do something, and obviously it's like, it's hard to, you know, people want to say, oh, excuse me, I did this good thing today. Um, but the more that you can do it silently and without needing praise or reward or... or Literally trying to improve the human race. That is literally why you're doing it. So yeah. if that is not enough, then have a little think. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The, the polar opposite of the doing it for likes is the doing it out of fear that, and maybe this is more for like, um, maybe you're part of a company or you're part of a brand or something that has put, and, and lots of people are coming out with statements about solidarity and all of this sort of thing that's coming from a place of fear and again if those things are just like we're in support we're we stand in solidarity that is absolutely meaningless unless it says like and we have taken these steps and we are donating here and we are making sure our workplaces has you know access for everybody and we make sure that these things you know it's that thing of like if it didn't cost you anything it's not enough Mm. if it didn't if it didn't cost you time or effort or money or resources then then it's just nothing. Then it is literally... Or even just, like, think, if you did something out of fear, like, if you did, like, post a black square and then you were like, oh, everyone's being mean about the black squares! You have to then... Like, the bare minimum, I think, that is 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 that you should do is, like, think about, okay, well, then why... Like, why did I post that? Why am I afraid? Why was I frightened? What what Why did I not, for example, feel, like, confident enough to say something in my own words? It's so much better to take something... I read this somewhere, I can't remember who said it. Like, it was so much better to take something and then turn it into, into your own words and then share it. Even that is better because it requires a, you to engage with what you think about it rather than just being like, and retweet, and repost, because that's easy. Always be thinking, like, if you have... Because I've, I've started following people like Rachel Cargill on Instagram, like, a, a few years ago. She's very, very, like, white feminism, it fucking sucks. And you are, like, white women, you are also the problem. And she's very, very direct. And I found it really, like, it it felt like I was being attacked. And uh, I spoke Mm -hmm. to Gina about it. My sister Gina's an activist, and she's very, she's like a, she really is practising allyship in in a really good way. And she, because obviously I wasn't like, you're an idiot. I was just like, why do I feel so bad? I'd like, I feel so bad about it. And Gina was like, this is the state, this is stage one. Like I went through it a few, a few months ago. First, you, you, you kind of get upset about it and you're like, but I'm not racist. And you're like, no, you are. Every white person who's benefiting from the system is racist. Like we really are. The whole system is racist. Therefore we are benefiting from it. Therefore we are racist. So we have to we have to, the moment that you accept that, it's quite freeing. So you're like, yeah, okay. I, now I'm like, cool. Okay. I, I, I want to learn more. I want to like try more and try harder. And I feel that um, I'm glad that I had that about being upset by it. I'm glad I was. Cause I think that a lot of people don't go through, don't push through that. Cause it just feels horrible. And, and you just feel it's not nice to be told that you are privileged people. Like look how men react when you like say like, ah, oh, well you're privileged. You, 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 you wouldn't understand understand like it doesn't doesn't go down well often they, they get very very defensive especially on twitter so you can see it happening and, and it, you like you said you're always going to be in the marginalized and you're always going to be in the privileged as well for certain things i completely agree i think on that like the black squares thing and i'm sure lots of people saw this happening that people were posting a black square and then posting hashtag black lives matter and i actually think it was an amazing learning opportunity in like real time because People were doing this because they were like, okay, this is what everyone's doing. Here I am, I'm getting involved. Then very quickly, the word got out that was like, if you use this hashtag, Black Lives Matter, what you're doing is literally blacking out any 
access to like resources or or things people who are using that hashtag to to learn or to give information or or help or whatever so please could you swap that and use blackout tuesday and then obviously your initial feeling if you had done it wrong wrong in inverted commas would be like oh my god oh my god this is the, this is the worst thing but if if there of course there are going to be mistakes everyone's going to fuck up but if you can then make that a learning opportunity and be like oh okay understood i got it wrong thank you i changed my behavior i understand now and we get get a chance to like you know begin again more intelligently like people have learned something and as long as everybody keeps moving forward and it's like okay amazing we learned from that experience now mm. we're, we're better you know we get to get, get up and be better tomorrow the only thick the only way that experience can be bad is if everyone's like ah i'm never doing that ever again i i I fucked it it was too you know however you react and however you reacted it's it's, you need to just keep moving forward rather than stick it like it it helps nobody i I remember someone saying and i can't remember who it was it was it was a black woman saying like we are too exhausted drowning and we are too exhausted anyway without like drowning in white tears as well and that's the thing like just if you do, whatever you do and however you react don't dwell on it you just have to move forward and if you are doing the, the, the doing the work outside that's that's good that's good not everybody is able to post a very eloquent tweet or to you know want to use social media at all or in 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 that way but if you do have the platform and you are able to then it, it's the best way to disseminate the information i suppose yeah I, I, exactly and that is and the stage one can often be is really really tough to be like oh my god i thought i was a good i thought i was a good person turns out i'm completely part yeah. of this problem if you're feeling like that because you've just learned about something and you want to help another group put yourself back in the mindset of you how you feel when you're in your your marginalized group imagine if somebody in a in the privileged team in in whatever that set looks like for you if they suddenly found out about something bad that had been happening to your group and then they burst into tears and were like this is so horrible and you were like <laughs> uh-huh like that's not that's not helpful and so you've just always got to think like yeah okay my feelings are not as important as the marginalized community's mm. lives and those feelings aren't unique if that helps you to feel less alone that like everybody feels that fear that shame that like panic that not knowing what to do wanting to get it right like everyone's feeling that you just have to work work through those feelings and be like okay what's a a positive action i can take um yes and also i found something helpful someone said um there was like a buzzfeed privilege test which i found quite interesting it was like 100 questions or whatever and it basically tells you what percent privilege you have um that's not it's not scientific but I've definitely fallen into the trap of being so I was like well I'm a working class person I you know have had to I've had no because of contacts in any of the industries I've wanted to go in I've worked from the ground up but then when you break it down it's helpful to go through your stages and really really think about it properly so okay I was the only person from a state school in, in my college there were no black people so therefore that will have helped me get into that university. Okay, it took me a long time to get a job and I've really struggled to get into both of the industries that I work in. However, I have a white sounding name, so I automatically was more likely to get a job interview. And sometimes people thought you were a man. So, And the moment they found out I was a woman, the guy said, um, oh, (laughs) the the next piece I got was um, uh, for Halloween... When, when all your gal pals come over to get ready, can we come and photograph you for our slumber party section? Not joking. Mwah, 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 mwah. Uh, but yes, so it's helpful to if you... Because I think sometimes one of the things is like, oh, I'm actually not that privileged, actually. You will be surprised how privileged you actually are because we all 
have it. The word privilege, I think, has really thrown everybody for a loop because we think it to mean like yes. luxury. Um, whereas it really, and, and nobody is saying that somebody who is in the privileged versus the marginalized group, nobody is saying that anybody in the privileged group has had a fantastic life. People have been through terrible things. People have had awful setbacks. But when we're discussing the specifics of this marginalized versus privilege, we're saying that the privileged group have not had to suffer the direct things that the people in this marginalized group. So, so like, there are why- real setbacks. There are real, like, factual setbacks for people of colour that white people just do not experience. It's like that. It's like that map. Like, we didn't write the map. We had absolutely no idea. We didn't know it was in the middle. But obviously, seeing a map where your country is in the middle of it every single day of your life is obviously a privilege that leads you to believe totally subconsciously in a deep deep bias that you are therefore this literally the center of the world you know we have to sort of get to the end i want to leave people with some sort of uh, pos- like positive actionable things that they can do if you're currently going through the unlearning stage which is again going to be for the rest of your life but if you're in the like deep shame well um w- whatever group you happen to be in um these are some sort of like things to c- climb onto mm-hmm. to get out of there um, and so obviously the first one is teaching yourself to educate yourself. Like you imagine, I think with all of these things that you go, go to a party and uh, you arrive, if, if you've ever hosted a party and then somebody shows up and is like, what can I do? And you're like, ah, it's not a, it's not a helpful, uh, you're like, ah, and you just gesture at the room being like, I mean, everything it's, but if someone shows up and then they say like, can I do this? Could yeah. I put out the what's You're like, thank you. Very helpful. Or best of all, silent like a lasagna someone who just the good friends who just show up and are just put out the stuff so like don't ask your friends your colleagues your your loosely distant acquaintances who are in whatever group don't say like oh please can you help me is it okay to do this no not like go and you know teach yourself educate yourself read the books watch the documentaries learn about the map also same with can I just say like if you on Instagram and stuff like that like I think there was a tendency to for people to just like list like I found these educators really helpful and then those educators would have an influx of people from privileged communities just in the comments being like but why am I racist though or like but what about trans women <laughs> it's, it's like oh my god so uh, it's also very helpful to find these like um, educators yourself so go and find them don't wait for someone just to give you a list follow all of them and be like I'm done because that also is a helpful process to see the sort of people that you connect with that and, and follow people that that challenge you and make you feel uncomfortable but do not if you are in the privileged community or the privileged side of that do not comment and ask them questions because they will be providing resources for you to just they you are there to listen they are not google you can go and google these things like you don't have you can read books you don't actually have to it's very easy to just be like oh yeah but go on tell me and that's that's actually annoying across the board yeah. i think that's like a good life thing stop <laughs> just stop asking people things that you can google um, but i could see i could see an ex- a great example and people were very very well good at, at explaining to them why that was it's not your space like this is not your space you have the rest of the instagram you just this isn't for us now you're here to watch and listen and i think also just diversifying your instagram feed in general doesn't have to be activists just follow people who don't look like you who don't have the same experience as you you'll just start to kind of subconsciously almost like osmote some of that uh, what what they're saying and some of some of their kind of culture and and and, and whatever it is because obviously we're talking about a wide variety so it's hard to find the actual nouns but you know anybody who's different to you will help you in a in a, in, in a way just as much as following an activist who is giving you lots of re- uh, like resources mm. and, and again like you know uh 
to, to use that thing of empathy, like I'm sure when sort of the Me Too movement kicked off, I'm sure a lot of women had their extremely well-meaning fr- male friends say like, have you ever, have you got a Me Too experience? Or like, have you ever been a victim of sexual assault? To which, <laughs> which you're like... Just a blinking. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> just being like, firstly, every woman you know has, and also I don't want to just, you know, and it's so well-meaning and it's come from a good place, but it's not, you know, and so that is when you again so well-meaning so good want to ask your your black friends or your gay friends or whoever and be like have you ever experienced a home terrible homophobia you're like yes and now i have to dredge it up and talk about it to you and so like don't don't use them as so that educating thing like consider that to be you have to be your own teacher and you're like well sounds like hard work (laughs) yes it's gonna be a long old process and also it might be helpful if when things are coming up for you like weird feelings or in this unlearning process or or any sort of biases you had all of those things like keep a very Mm -hmm. secret journal in which you write those things down like they're in there they're you might well you're like this is a thing I think that I know isn't right but like I'm feeling it like document the process and like get those feelings out and get them written down and along the way you'll be able to look back and be like oh shit like only a week ago I like I thought I wrote that in my journal bloody hell let's (laughs) burn it but like just just admit that like those thoughts are there like you know when you accept that you're like it's so when you're like oh yeah I probably am I've absolutely I've grown up in a racist culture I'm absolutely racist you're like okay now I can do the work to rather than be like no I'm not no I'm not no I'm not you don't have to be on the defensive all the time and then in showing your support to people both with your money so like donate places if you can support businesses that aren't the same as you if you can um and then the big one is about calling it out when you when you see people you know going through something i saw this tweet that was like um if we really when you sent me that text that said that was really fucked up that was very nice but what would have been great is if you just called it out at the time in front yeah. of everyone it's so it's hard is that that's that the is, hardest thing the thing to it's do it's so once, hard like we we talked about a while back on the podcast about um the that's not cool guy who would be at a party mm-hmm. and something happens and like someone just goes and, and it's like an off-color joke and someone goes like that's not cool. And then, and everyone just knows it's not cool. And no one thinks that that's not cool guy. Or I'm saying guy, I mean, anyone. He, yeah, I think he was he a man, but he can be anyone. You can be your own, that not, that's not cool guy. If you, if you, I, I reckon it will take three, that's not cool, to make you become a that's not cool person. The first two will definitely be, yes. that's not cool. A, <laughs> that's not a cool. And it'll sound like you've got an accent. That's what will happen. You'll be mm. crimson. <laughs> But then you'll be practiced at it and you'll be like, I'm ready. I'm saying it everywhere. So just get those first couple of that's not cools out the way and then you'll be Obviously ready as well, to... Can I just, you know. I, we've said this before, in, in this episode, but like, this is like base level. So anyone listening, they like, good Lord, you say how to practice allyship is just saying that's not cool at a party. We are starting from the ground. We're, we're on stage, stage one, one here. And it's so difficult to call something out. I find it difficult to call out sexism and I, I'm a woman and that's a sexist joke. So it's very, very hard sometimes. It's also very British to be like, oh, I don't want to cause a fuss even though that person's been absolutely foul. Like you have to, you have to practice it. Yeah, it's unhelpful to preach to the converted in that. You have to see, and I, I, as well, like when you see racist comments and racist abuse, it's so easy to go, oh, that's not really, that's not really something, I wouldn't help there. You absolutely can, you would always help. There are things that you can do just being there, just saying like, are you okay? That's the, that was not okay. Or being like, hey, like leave her alone. Or being like, mate, that's not cool. Like di- different uh, intonation, same word. Different tone. Powerful on, like, on a silent tube when no one ever speaks. 
we've all been there. We have to take the initiative to go yeah. and just stand there, be, be there, stand up. And so, yeah, call it out individually, call it out in your, because we can't say what your individual workplace or family relationship or friends are like. So you have to be like, okay, in my workplace, what can I do better to make this place more diverse, more inclusive, more helpful? Who am I seeing that's, you know, that's be having a tough time who who's the marginalized group here how can we what can i what can i change because it can feel like but this is all so big i can't do anything yes you absolutely can on like an individual also one thing level. is that there are so many uh, on instagram and on twitter on, on, on social media so many like um helpful little analogies that you can use for so many different things for say conversations with family conversations with friends so for example the consent conversations if you haven't seen that there's an analogy with um, having a cup of tea so if you google like consent having a cup of tea i use that a lot with male friends or people who ask odd questions and i'm like are you serious rather than being like shut the fuck up i'll be like oh have you heard that so there are lots of little mm-hmm. like illustrations and things that you can use so maybe like bank some of those so that when you are home for christmas with your bigoted uncle don't just let him get away with it this time but don't shout at him because that's not isn't going to do anything but maybe have some of these like little things stored that are very simple that could help people see things in like a different way nobody changed their opinion because they were shouted at just consider your personal war effort in the resistance having these very calm quiet conversations with people. while understanding that people That's will you. people may be defensive um like marginalized groups will be defensive and they may be what you perceive to be oh you're being so aggressive though that is hundreds of years of persecution that feeling of you being like why is everyone being horrible to me that's your yes. problem to work on not anyone else's your feelings are not more important than other people's lives very much so look who knows if it's helpful or not i hope it was helpful Maybe we'll have to come back with like round two when we level up and learn some more. But like, I hope, I hope it at least gives everybody a bit more of like a, some bre- some a breath to be like, okay, I think I can do this. this yeah, isn't, and a lot of you will be further along, thinking, Good, bloody hell, like you two idiots, come on. where have you been? Fair enough, absolutely fair enough. Absolutely, call us out. We're, we're ready for it. So if you, if we've got it wrong, or if there is something that we can learn, or you know, we need to be called out for something, like we're we're ready. You know, and um, do tweet us at Nobody Panic Pod if you want to want have a go at us, um, or also if you um, have any. It'd be good if you have any good. Uh, you know, like we're saying about the kind of tea, the cup of tea consent thing. We will uh, share them because I think it's just good to circulate that sort of stuff. And also, if you have any ideas for future podcasts, we are we've got a couple that have been suggestions that are going to come up soon which is which is fun um we do listen and we do take note even if we don't reply nobody panic podcast at gmail.com and i'm at stevie m the s is a five the number five the podcast handle is nobody panic pod at twitter twitter.com <laughs> and my handle Excellent. is at Tessa it's nobody panic pod by the way <laughs> yeah i mean have a good at week twitter. guys and stay safe and stay educated and practice, practice allyship. Allyship. bye 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.